0: Yeah, what's going on, y'all? Thank y'all for tuning in to episode four of ASM with K. Y'all already know it's your host K Sean back again. We a month in, We're going the month strong. Shit, a little rough, nigga tired right now. But hey, man, anything to provide high quality content, and that's what I'm here for. Um, to kick to so just to start things off. Really, the week, how the week went. It just felt like the week flew by. I've been tired this whole week days that i had off just staying up late and then i'm not getting the um, right amount of sleep um my daughter be calling me sometimes before school that be like i'm used to not first of all, i'm used to being sleep until like 9:30 in the morning so now you know just recently having been getting up earlier and then i think my daughter call me like around like sometimes 6 30 because right before she goes you know i gotta pick up but a nigga just tired so i just kind of been tired, a little depressed right now, but it's all good. Your boy in high spirits, nothing to worry about. Just got to get through this grind of a time that we in. Um, just to not even waste any time. We going, ah, that's not really an A, but it's just, you know, you know, A really for anime, anything I really kind of been fucking with that I've been watching on TV. So, <laughs> so I'm going to just tell y'all like really something that I've been thinking about this whole week. Uh, and I don't know if anybody here watch wrestling still i know i still do i know people be trying to clown me and that's really because y'all niggas just don't understand the beauty in professional wrestling um just uh, the the whole you know obviously promos shoots um i actually and then just the athleticism in it like as much as we say it's like fake and it's uncoordinated still they're doing shit that i can't do so I just I still love watch wrestling. For me, I always equate it when somebody be like, "Oh, you watch wrestling?" I'm like, "Yeah, just like how y'all watch all y'all reality TV shows. Like that's really what wrestling is. It's just really real reality. Like you understand, scripted better than some of these rea- other reality shows. You understand the acting, quote unquote, is better than a lot of these other reality shows. So my reality show I watch is at least a thousand times better than some of y'all. But I'm not here to shit on y'all reality shows that y'all fuck with because that's y'all thing and. Shout out to y'all. But for me, I still watch wrestling. And you know, if you are a wrestling fan right now, then you kind of know wrestling been like on the buzz for like the past month. Because like right around when I kind of started um ASM a month ago, I think, um AEW came out. AEW, their new pro um, their new wrestling company founded by Cody Rose, Young Bucks kenny omega and they doing their own thing on tnt and we kind of got the we got the wednesday night wars going on between aew and um nxt it wasn't supposed to be nxt i remember when that news dropped that everybody was in shock just because of the fact that nxt was a quote unquote developmental stage for smackdown raw and we like NXT as like our own fans and shit. We like NXT separate from SmackDown the Road because it provides something different. Um it provides just to me, NXT always provided a higher quality of matches. The promos wasn't as good. Like, don't get me wrong. So, the promos wasn't good, but the quality of matches were way better than what you was getting over on SmackDown, which is also cool, and you learn a new character, so you kind of grow. Like, you can see somebody, let's just say they make their first um in-ring um appearance. You can tell they're, okay, they got skill. And by the time they get that month, two, three, and now you see the ride, you build, and you with it. Um, But that's just kind of like the setback of NXT. So, this past week, um, after... Something went down. Uh, WWE had their show in Saudi Arabia. So they couldn't get back in time. And I don't know if it was planned or not this whole time. So I'm going to assume it was planned because they ain't just going to make this whole move not doing it. But I also do believe this move was made because of the fact that majority of the roster to go on SmackDown was not able to make it back into the United States. So because of that, what they did... They had an NXT invasion on Friday night. So NXT invaded SmackDown. And it was just, it was just, they ran romp it. Fucking um Shayna Ba. Um Shayna um Um Shayna Bazer or Blazer. I don't really know. I don't really I just know her name Shayna. You feel me? Like <laughs> she ain't literally one of my people I keep um I keep an eye on. I do like Bianca Belair. I fuck with Bianca Belair. The E S T. But Shayna, she cool, don't get me wrong. I just I don't really like a character. <laughs> like for real. I don't like a character. Don't like her look. I think she's a good um in-ring wrestler. But once you out of that though, I don't like her mic skills. Like I just really don't like anything about Shayna Bay. Um uh, I think her name is um Blazer, I think. Don't don't give me you know, don't quote me on that. But they had she beat up um fucking Sasha Banks and um what's shorty name, Bailey? Yeah, so she beat up Sasha Banks and Bailey. Lee and Matt Riddle fucking demolished it was Sami Zayn, they demolished Sami Zayn, freaking just had other attacks, speaking of Bianca Belair, she had an, um, she attacked a couple other WWE um superstars in the back and then the main event was Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan, NXT Championship and I really just didn't like they had Adam Cole get a clean one, two, three on Daniel Bryan. I get it. And then what made it even more frustrating is because how he get a clean one over Daniel Bryan, but he didn't get a clean one over Seth. I, that's, I, oh, I'm, I'm chill. Because I just have a certain way about Daniel Bryan. I, I get he, he hasn't been utilized well in the last couple I, he was there to help with the Kofi Mania run, but ever since, you know, and I don't know if this is his time, he just wanted to kind of chill out. They did strap him with the tag titles after the Mania run, so let me not say he hasn't been utilized, but I just don't like where Daniel Bryan's at. I just wish he was something more meaningful right now. Shit, I wish during that whole Luke Rowan thing, they would have strapped Daniel and Roman with the titles, but I'm definitely getting off course, because now I'm just really getting to the wrestling world. So let me just kind of try to stay on ta- um, stay on task. Basically, my main reason why I had with the NXT invasion is because if you watch NXT that past Wednesday, you can tell we had feuds coming, which I support. You understand? You had you had everybody right now, Undisputed Era, they're carrying all the gold. I get it. Since they came on TV, they strapped Undisputed Era with all the gold. So you got, you got them with the North American title, you got them with the NXT championship, and then you got them with the tag title. You feel me? So... A lot is just going on. I'm thinking in my head, we setting shit up. We And we setting it. So, Tommaso um, Ciampa came back. Uh, Finn Balor is back. Those three is um, in between. So, Finn Balor and Tommaso Ciampa came back. They both is vying for Adam Cole to get his championship. Which I was like, cool. I like the setup. Everything is good, right? And then, recently, you know, you got the um, Undisputed Era. They, um, Cal O'Reilly and, um... Damn, I'm really forgetting. I think Bobby Fish is his name, the other one's name. So they two kind of been feuding with, which I was, I hope it was getting booked as feuding with, but it could have looked like Matt Riddle and Keith Lee. That would have been a dope little tag team, you know, after they take the um, titles from Street Profit. So I'm like, yo, that would be dope. Yo, we setting up for uh, Keith Lee matt riddle tag team against you know undisputed that would have been dope and then i'm thinking okay cool then we also have i don't know why velveteen haven't got his rematch against my boy that currently got the nxt american championship i really forgot his name but i don't know what's happening so i'm thinking that's what's happening and then i seen we setting up for war games because i seen earlier in the show the ladies is doing it so i'm like all right and if you don't know war games it's just I really know a lot about um um war games. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. I'm kind of like just a mid wrestling fan. I'm not like high in it, but when it's on TV, I try to watch. It's just I'm really home on the times when wrestling's on. So. That's why I can kind of give y'all sketchy. But I just had an issue because I watched it Wednesday. They setting up for war games. We got beef. We got people. I'm buying. As a, as a, as a wrestling fan, I got to live in this kayfabe world. I'm buying this shit. And then to turn out on Friday, now they all happy. These same people that was tearing each other apart on Wednesday. Friday, y'all happy? Because now y'all trying to go up against SmackDown and Raw? I just didn't like it as a consumer. I didn't really like it as a fan. Because now y'all, y'all want me to believe that they have issues Wednesday, but then Friday they all banded it together. Tommaso Ciampa wanna rip fucking Adam Cole apart, but now they in the same ring, smiling and dancing, cause we are NXT. Nah, fam, and the same thing happened on Monday, I just really think, like, if y'all gonna go and try to sell us a product and make me believe that shit is about to happen, then don't turn around a couple of days later, and then give me something different, I just didn't really appreciate that, and that's really just been on my mind, this long-winded rant was just because of that, I know some of y'all probably don't fuck with wrestling, but all my wrestling niggas out there, yo, like the wise word of Kaz and Sparks, too sweet, too sweet me when you see me, you feel me, y'all know what that means, to just kind of jump off of now to get into the anime part and I actually officially start ASM. I just want to talk about a fight, a made, up, a made up fight that I've seen online that kind of really just sparked my interest. And I shared it into this group that I'm in on Facebook and it sparked their interest because we just started going back and forth because it's like, yo, who don't, first of all, it's anime, so it's all made up. Secondly, who don't love what ifs, especially when they're like as a non, what is like, yo? That's ridiculous. Like, take whoever super, 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 super powered, and take whoever super, super, super powered. They both OP, and now they gotta fight. And they're like, all right, because we're just making shit up at this point, so we're just gonna kind of choose who we like. So the two characters that I seen for this fight was, and get ready for this, the fight that they said, um, who you think, who you think, who would y'all take in this fight? It was Ultra Instinct Goku Black versus Super Buu Absorbed Jaren. And I'ma just let me just say that again for the people that really watch anime and that kind of just fuck with Dragon Ball Z, which I know is just general. A lot of people fuck with Dragon Ball Z. So I'm gonna just say it for y'all again, just so y'all can understand this, like the quality of matchup that would be. Ultra instinct, Goku Black, <laughs> versus Super Buu Absorbing, Absorbing German. First of all, just think about those two characters alone, Mo. Just think about those two. That's what? Goku Black was putting the works on Vegeta and and Goku and Trunks. He was putting the works in on all of that. He was putting the works on Akaz. He was just putting in work, even though he wasn't really my favorite villain. Actually, I'm, I'm keeping it being with y'all. He was my least favorite villain throughout the whole actually um Super Saga up until you know the um Tournament of Power. I really did hate Goku Black. I hated Zamasu. It was just I don't know. I I really did like him in the game Fighter Z. I love him um, Zamasu in the game, but. Just Goku Black how he was. I just didn't like him as a character. But I still think he's fire. And then imagine him having Ultra Instinct. If they can barely, if they was able to barely defeat Goku Black when they was like fused and shit, right? Just imagine how it would have been if he mastered Ultra Instinct. And then you take into a fact that we seen how Jiren was giving it up. We seen like we seen what Jiren was doing. Nobody's touching Jiren. Like nobody was touching Jiren. So the fact that now you're just gonna add super boo like super boo absorbed jaron somehow and now he's in full control do we also not remember what super boo was doing at the time he was fucking niggas up and then as soon as he started losing the fights he started absorbing niggas i do think that's a high quality to have as a villain like oh i'm losing to you oops i'm absorbing you just like how my nigga Genyu um switch with um who they switch with? was it goku he did switch bodies with Goku, yeah. I'm sorry. Memory's kind of fuzzy right now. Um, but yeah, like how he did that back in the um earlier shows. But once we understand those two, once we understand those two characters after I just kind of finished explaining it, and now we gotta think about what type of fight that will be. I'm just here to say I really want to know your opinions. I don't really have much of a deep dive on it. I don't really have my thoughts on it, because I just love it. I have my thoughts, but I don't really want to. Sp- Share it. I really want to get you guys' opinions on it, so hit me up. Hit me up on Instagram or Twitter, at your boy Sour Y-A-B-O-I-S-O-U-R. Hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. You can leave a comment. You can DM. Whatever y'all want to do, just tell me what y'all think about that fight. All I'm going to say, I think Super Bowl Absorb Jaren stomps. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to dive deep. I'm not going to say why or whatever. I'm just going to say I think Super Bowl Absorb Jaren will stop stomping. Goku Black Ultra Instinct. That's just my opinion. <laughs> so go ahead and um hit me up, like I said, and just let me know y'all y'all opinions on that, cause that's definitely something I just wanted to toss out for the um for y'all, just so y'all could, cause some of y'all might not have seen that post. So because y'all hearing it now, just give me your thoughts, cause I just think that would be a dope fight. I don't even want to get into it. I just think it would be a dope fight, and I just want to talk to y'all about it. Really, that's really why I mentioned it on the show. So and that's what I really have for anime. I'm going to go ahead and kind of switch it up now. We're going to turn into the to the lane I like most, which is sports. You feel me? Love me some sports. And right now, everything is kind of... Right now, sports world is great for me. This Saturday coming up, got LSU going into Bama. They about to go catch that dub. I've seen a fucking six and a half point dogs. That's crazy. My homie Joe Burrow about to go in there and light him up. Coach Ed Oldron about to go better. Coach up a scheme to defeat Nick Saban and to me. Y'all, y'all. I know y'all not favorite, but y'all better win. Y'all had tougher opponents, a tougher schedule, and I just think y'all played. I just think y'all played better. Alabama's been playing cupcakes. Tua's just coming off of an injury that he had a surgery for no reason on, and I just think LSU. It's your time. Y'all lost. Y'all haven't beat them. I think since 2011, like it's just been a long time. And I'm a Tigers fan, so I really do want LSU to go up in there and stomp. But even without college football college basketball just started we get to see all these top picks you know or potential top picks playing Cole Anthony just dropped for 34 last night it's just a lot going on right now so college basketballs just started college footballs obviously in the full swing of shit you got football obviously and then you got basketball like i'm just in my i'm in my zone right now and because my sports world is is amazing right now let me go ahead and talk about my favorite sport which is basketball, and one of the bigger issues issues in the game right now, or potential issues, which I feel like is definitely true, is load management. And obviously, when I say the two words, load management, the first player you think about is, of course, ah, ha, ha, ha. man, this is why I need my drops, because that would have been actually funny to play in that moment. But you think about the fun guy, you think about Kawhi Leonard, you feel me? And I understand Kawhi, he's his own special case. So, I'm not really here to kind of talk about Kawhi himself. I get Kawhi. He already kind of agreed. And look, the Clippers signed Kawhi. So, they knew what they was getting. So, it's not like it's a surprise to Kawhi. Clippers fans know what it is. I'm just talking about the general fan. When I when I came home yesterday, when I realized it was the Bucks at Clippers, you know how excited I was when I found out, oh, shit, this early in the season, we about to see Giannis and co and Kawago at it, you feel me? Got thing about the last time we saw them. Fucking Kawaha just shut down Giannis on a potential best player in the league rights cuz let's just say everything kind of play out the same. Or play yeah, in the finals everything play out the same. So, just the Bucks the Bucks is there, but Clay gets hurt in game I think 2, so he's out for game 3. So Clay's hurt. KD don't come back until game 5 and when he do come back, he pops it. Like everything is still the same. And the Bucs is just there, and the Bucs won the championship. Oh, my God. It'll be different. Because now we're looking at, yo, this young Giannis is still not even at his peak performance. But he just won a chip over the Golden State Warriors. And now he's about to be a defending champion. Now he learned how to win. Oh, he's going to get titles. All that fancy conversation was about to happen. Up 2-0 in the Eastern Conference Finals at that. So, people were salivating to try to crown Giannis as the next best thing. But... Kind of like his, you know, motto. His um, kind of his motto. His his um, logo is the claw. Obviously, his nickname's the claw. His logo's the hand. But but basically, Kawhi snatched that title. Snatched any chance of Giannis being considered the best player in the league. He took it away from, him, locked him up. Straight wins, go to the finals. We know the rest is history. So I'm excited thinking, yo, we about to get a dope ass matchup. We actually about to get something that. Alright, let's see where that, yo. Giannis, where your heart at? You about to let this man walk away that took everything from you and then leave the conference? And now you gonna get this work every time I see you. And what happened? Kawhi sits out. My thing is you set him out because he ain't gonna play back to back. why didn't he set out against Portland? But that's neither here nor there, I kinda I guess I understand western Conference you need to beat these people if you lose to the 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 bucks they don't really have that much of a, a impact on your playoff seating but losing to a conference opponent do so I do understand that it's just for a fan. I see a lot of former basketball players discounting the fact that. As a fan, we pay, right? We pay for the ticket to go see what y'all going to put out on the floor. And they saying, well, it's not the player's job or we're not here to accommodate them, which is true. And I think Greeny or Mike Greenberg, because some of y'all don't know him as Greeny, but Mike Greenberg kind of said it best. When we say fan, we always put fans because then we think like, all right, well, that's just the fan perspective of this. No, let's remove the word fan. As a customer, like as a business, right? And I'm going to just keep it as simple so everybody can understand. Just so everybody can understand. Because we might not all eat at the same spot and whatever. But I guarantee all of us to probably listen and went to McDonald's before, right? So, obviously in the Bronx, <laughs> speaking of, you know, really in the Bronx, I can go to a McDonald's and they be like, yo, the ice cream machine is broken or this is broken. And when I get pissed off because, like, you for real right now? But it's like, yo, it was broken. I can't just have one, Right. Let me equate that to basketball. That's like you know, last night Ben Simmons just got hurt. He sprained his AC, show, um, something a joint in his shoulder, so he might not play tomorrow's game. So as a fan, I know when I go tomorrow, I'm probably not gonna see Ben Simmons because he's hurt, right? Okay, and this ain't really a Kawhi thing issue because y'all trying to say you have a nagging injury and y'all don't wanna get a a a, a chance to re injure um to re injure it. So that's fine. But all I'm saying is. That that part is different when you have a like a, a player get injured versus quote unquote rest. And here's my thing with Kawhi, right? If y'all are gonna say he have an injury and he's rusted, but we kind of know Kawhi never played. Kawhi, I seen a stat earlier that Kawhi only played over 70 games in the season two out of the two out of his eight seasons that he's been in the league. That's crazy. You understand? So the fact that he rarely he rarely plays plays games is just kind of annoying because y'all don't also. I mean, yes. Y'all yeah, told fans in advance, but a lot of the times it don't be in advance, you feel me? It'd be after a fan, because it's not like most of these fans is buying a ticket day off. I know that, I know there got to be people that probably live in LA that was like, yo, oh shit, Giannis is coming to town this day. Let me make sure I get some of my checks because all of us ain't balling, you feel me? Now, if you balling, you can just walk up like, I'm going to just get this seat. Today, then you can. But a lot of the times, if you want a really decent seat, you probably going to buy your ticket a week in advance, maybe two if you got paid two weeks in the game until two weeks from then. You feel me? And it's just frustrating because I think these players really and I get that y'all don't give a fuck because y'all main purpose is win a championship. I understand that. But it's just frustrating because now if us as fans say, yo, we going to take a stand and, and strike and not come to the games because y'all don't give a fuck and pick and choose. So, I, right, if y'all don't care, then we ain't, we ain't going to show. So, oh, all right, Kawhi's not playing tonight? I'm a fan of Kawhi. I'm not going to that. But here's the issue with that. If I already bought my ticket, I'm kind of going to go. And then with the idea of, well, all right, Kawhi's not playing, I'm not going to buy my ticket. It's going to be hard for that impact to happen because other people it's still going to be like, Okay, I'm about to take it 'cause I wanna see the clippers. I wanna see y'all like it's hard to like actually make an impact as a fan. And I just really dislike the fact that niggas just really on some fuck the fans type shit. And I get, you know, the fans we say some crazy shit, and I get that as an athlete, you gotta put yourself first because the team don't put you first. And typically you got the dumb fans that be signing with that side with management. I'm always gonna side with the player, you feel me? But there's are some type of fans that just sign with man or side with management and agree with them and I I just feel like what is the solution? I don't I don't know there's a solution. I just know that we are talking about the problem and I'm here just to add another voice talking about the problem. Cuz I do think the league is going into an issue and I don't think if anybody know Earl Watson made a really good point himself because he stated the issue people just keep saying, "Yo, it's just the Kawhi issue," or oh, it's a LeBron because he's in year 17. Nah, I think this is actually going to be an issue because um Earl Watson he also be um coaching some of these young players on the AAU circuit, so he have a a better understanding. And he tweeted. He tweeted out yesterday saying, low management isn't the toll of the NBA schedule. It's the toll of youth travel basketball playing 12 to 15 games a week and to keep the monthly fees validated. That hurts the player later in life and rookies are entering the NBA hurting. Youth hoops need less games and more teaching. That was Earl Watson. And I couldn't agree more with him because now, when you actually look, we look on the internet, I can go on Ballers Life and I see some young kid hooping, you understand? Summertime, same thing. And it's just an issue. That's just a bigger issue to talk about. I can probably talk about that on another pod about these parents are trying to specialize on their kids in these one sports and it's fucking them up. Some of the best athletes that we ever witnessed to ever just. Brace us with their presence was a multi-sport athlete. Bo Jackson might be the greatest athlete alive. He played basketball. He played baseball and football. You understand? Same thing with Dion. How many of these athletes be um um track stars and other shit? Because they're, they're, their muscles ain't doing the same thing. They're learning new techniques. And they can apply some new techniques to the sport they use. to makes it easier. And it's just a whole, a whole conversation I really want to have another day. Because that's not the topic I'm on now. But I just wanted to drop that tidbit because of the fact I think he's right. The fact that we got these young kids playing all the time is the issue. And so when I hear um, current players now saying, or not current players, but when I hear ex-players or analysts now saying, oh, it's just a Kawhi issue. No, because these kids coming down, you got to think, Joel, he sat his whole rookie year because he was hurt. And that's the thing because when we say resting, it's just because, oh, low management, resting. But why is he resting? It's because of the fact that he's already hurt. So because he's already hurt, now we're getting more damaged goods coming in while they're younger. So now a 22-year-old, or not even because they be 19, 19-year-old got a red shirt because his knee hurt or something happened with his knee, shoulder. Now he missed that, year. this, that. It's just a lot, and I just don't think people understand that. The NBA is never going to go forward with it. It's always, it's, I mean, it's never going to go backwards. It's only going to go forward. So because we're kind of accepting it with Kawhi now, what happened when the team with the number one, Zion, same thing. Zion's hurt right now. I guarantee you, Zion come back, he'd be good, but I won't be surprised if the if the Pelicans be one to, one night talking about Oh well, we're resting. We're gonna low manage Zion because he just came back, and Zion's a 19 year old kid, bro. That's the frustrating part because it's gonna keep happening. I seen, I, I just seen like they said. The think about the most recent top picks. Most of them like Philly, two of them, Joel, Ben. They was hurt. You understand who else was hurt? Blake, he was hurt. Like it's just. You're starting to see from 2011 on, you can see all the top picks, all the top picks have been having injury problems because they on this AAU circuit a lot. They're, they're, they're wearing down their bodies. By the time they get to the NBA thinking that they're good, bro, your, your, your max level might be 80% when you should be coming into the NBA with your, your potential, your potential should be 110. Your max, let's just say, of effort's 100. But if you're coming in and hurt already, now I can say that, yo, your potential, to reach your potential, you might be 90% and your max might be 80. Like, yo, so then just imagine if you don't meet his max. That means that we're getting what 70-65% of a really good player that shit his whole life he worked to get to the NBA, and now when he's here, he can't do nothing because he's hurt. So I don't really have a solution. I do think we need to cut down on these young kids playing all the ball. And trust me, I'm a young man, I'm 23, so I like seeing these young kids hoop, but not year round, bro. Y'all need to stop. It's cool. Hoop during the season. Like, hoop during the season. You're going to hoop in the offseason. We get it. But don't specialize these kids to every single day get in the gym. Their bodies is breaking down. And I don't know how this going to be. I don't know how we can fix it. I do know that we just really, really need to figure something out before it really gets to the point of the NBA considering cutting games. Because once we go back, we ain't going to go forward. 75? Because now what? The game is 75. Now they're going to miss. They're going to sit. They're going to sit 10 games still, you understand? Like, they ain't going to make players want to play more. They're going to still sit. So, we just got to find a solution. I don't really know if there is one. I'm just hoping. I'm going to pray for a solution to happen in the meantime. But until then, you just got another voice speaking about something. Uh, you got another voice echoing the same problem. And that's what we got right here. So, that's what I had in ball. Also, two the Knicks, we won in seven, as I thought. <sighs> that's, that's all I got for the Knicks. I'm just going to give y'all that update. I know I, I'm, a, I'm always going to talk about the Knicks at least one time on the podcast, and we don't got no good news, so we just going to keep it pushing. To get out of the sports world, because the Knicks kind of just really brought me down right now, we're going to get into music, and why my man is bugging. <laughs> so let me just kind of all set, set this up for y'all, right? So, mind you, I had to be, I think, I was, like, at work. I was doing shit yesterday. At first, I was asleep. So, I was asleep. And by the time I woke up, I got ready for work. So, then, now I'm at work, and I can't have my phone on the floor. So, I'm on my break, and I'm just seeing mad people shitting on T.I., shitting on T.P.I. T.I., like, oh, niggas, like, you know. And literally, and I posted, I was like, yo, nigga, I had me thinking T.I. was in his, like, looking at his daughter's vagina about the whole um, shit about him going with her to the um gynecologist. And here's my thing. And I'm probably going to get ripped on this. Y'all going to call me crazy. And this is not related to T.I. So let me just get my T.I. point out the way so y'all understand. He's bugging. <laughs> T.I. is absolutely fucking bugging. There's no if ands, but about it. I'm not going to say what he's doing acceptable. The way he's going. Okay. That, okay. Right there. Okay. That's the issue with me, right? Because I'm going what, yeah, what he's doing is unacceptable. Like, you making this a whole scene, yo, Doc. How's her hymen looking? Is that shit still intact like blood? What are you talking about, my nigga? What are you talking about? Dean um, talking about, I don't really care. Just give me the reports. Like, my man, this ain't your body. You feel me? And last time I checked, your daughter 18. Sis can do. Like, sis, if she wanted to sign up for the military right now, and you can't stop her. Like, she can go and do shit overseas and, you know, fight for this country right now at 18. So you... Sh- you shouldn't have. You shouldn't be in there with her, regardless. So the fact that you're already in there with her and then you're doing this type of shit, my nigga, you're nasty. And then when I came to find out, one of my friends showed me. Um, shout out to um Lala LaNasia, what up though? Um, one of my friends showed me a post about how he had a, like you know he had this energy for his oldest daughter, but then when his youngest kid came, I think 14, saying he having sex with her, this nigga then like and people were, nigga laughed it off, and his mom's is upset, and I'm just like, yo, Tip, what are you doing, and I don't like that, I don't like a a, a hypocrite, I don't like some double standard ass nigga, my nigga, <laughs> a double standard ass nigga, my nigga, I'm sorry, that was just funny to me, but I really don't like that, like, you got double standards, and I just think that's corny, and um, I get why people always be trying to, um, Violate ti. I'm like, you know, he be trying so hard to seem intelligent, and I'm not saying he's not intelligent, but I can understand why. Because then, when you got shit like this, where I feel like I want to say common sense. No, yes, I'm not. Yes, common sense, my nigga. Where you shouldn't be going that hard. You are, and you're making yourself look stupid. So I do not agree with that. That's period, right there. Period. Separate. Separate. Now I'm into a whole another conversation. I want y'all to follow me on this, because I've seen people saying that he shouldn't even have been in there. And I've seen people, you know, talk about, yo, that's her body. Um, It should be private. This, that, and the third. He's wrong. He's nasty. And this is the issue with men. And here comes, like, the men claiming. of course, I threw it like my bad just because I, I get offended with certain shit now. You understand? I, if this was Sean a couple years ago, I wouldn't get offended. I wouldn't even care about the story. But I guess the only reason I do care is because I have a daughter on my own, bro. So when I'm reading this story, I'm not thinking about T.I. I'm thinking about me. <laughs> I'm thinking about my daughter. So... I'm thinking about, and then people trying to say he's not being a concerned parent, and it's like, how can y'all? My thing is, even if, if the way he's going about it is wrong, I can't. I, I I really don't like when I hear people saying, yo, he's not being a concerned parent, cause like, bro, I get he's doing fucked up shit, and and the way he's doing, and the way he's going about it is fucked up. But I still can't say like, yo, y'all calling this man like y'all saying like y'all trying to take this. Okay, let me let me make sure I say these words properly. What he's doing. What he is doing is right for y'all to take away those points. You see what I'm saying? But I don't think without the kind, con- like, let's just say if he would have did shit normal, well, let's just say if he was just in that room and he didn't make a huge scene and he was just in there with his daughter, that's it, right? And that's, that's all it was, right? No crazy shit, not, not trying to emphasize, making sure she's not having sex, not trying to emphasize, give me the reports, just, he's in the room, um, obviously he's not looking like, if this was me, I'm in the, I'm in the corner. You understand i'm in the corner making sure the doctor ain't gonna do nothing crazy to my daughter nothing crazy she's good yo we out i don't really want to talk about it. that's just me though that's what i'm thinking but just the fact that i'm seeing people saying oh he shouldn't even have been in the room and this and that i'm just like damn mo, oh, like what's going on like niggas can't win for nothing and it's just sad because i'm like what can as dads what can we do like how is that how is it acceptable because in my head i really don't think i don't i i don't really have an issue with him being in the room there's people that's having a huge issue with him just being in the room. And I hear people saying, oh, like, he's not caring or, you know, the kid who's uncomfortable and this, that and the third. And it's like, look, I don't know their relationship. And you know what? I'm going to assume I'm going to assume right now that, yeah, he probably makes her like he probably she probably feel forced to bring her dad. So I'm not I'm not I'm not supporting that. But what I am going to ask is what if the daughter and the dad have a great relationship to the point where she don't mind her dad being there? You understand? Because all I'm going to say is how many times we just seen a case with the all um, the, oh, the U.S. women when they felt that they got... I want to say felt... It was proven that that nigga sexually assaulted all those people that he was checking the doctor. You see what I'm saying? So if that's the case, I'm going to want to be there for my daughter when she's in that room. I'm not going to want to leave her with no... If it's a man, if it's a woman... Well, even if, because women can still do some creep shit too. So anybody, you understand? I I, was, I just want to protect my daughter. So... I'm not saying that was the reason why T.I. is doing this part. So I don't want anybody to confuse what I'm saying right now with T.I. And I keep saying that because I know I know people might listen and they still going to take away. K. Sean's trying to defend T.I. I am not. I'm trying to emphasize that point hard. But I just feel like where's like where's the where's the wiggle room? Where's the gray area for this shit to be accepted? Or or, or it's acceptable. Because all I hear is it's unacceptable. And for me as a dad with a daughter, I can't I, y'all are not making me believe right now that it's unacceptable for me to be in the room with my daughter while she's getting while she's um Going there, going there to get her shit fixed. You understand? And I'm gonna be the first one to know. I'm not the wisest person on this subject matter. You understand? And shit, if it was up to me, I would want her mom to go with her. Same sex to go with her. But I'm just saying, if I'm if I'm forced to go, of course I'm. A, I won't I want to. Or if she say, "Yo, dad, can you go?" Then hell yeah. You understand? Because at the end of the day, that's my daughter. <laughs> I want to be there for her. And I just feel like people just pe- people are just trashing the idea of just. A dad in general being in that being in that room or doing that role with his daughter and everybody keeps saying, Oh, well the daughter ain't comfortable. How you know? How you know? And my thing is how you know the daughter ain't like that's the thing. People we so get caught up, or oh, we know that 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 ain't happening, or we know this. Nah, how do we know that? Because if we if that daughter really have a good relationship with her dad, like I said, and if she she did approve of that, then come on, then what's y'all then what's your excuse now I mean, other than T I just bugging? You see what I'm saying, and that's really my issue. And I just feel like because society devalue dads a lot, that when it's something like this pop up, and obviously T.I. is bugging, he ain't gonna get the benefit of doubt. And because men, for years prior, did fucked up shit, and we're, you know, and we just gotta carry the weight in the sense of all the fucked up shit that men did in the past. Of course, we're never gonna get the benefit of doubt. But just as a young black father now, this shit just breaks my heart because I just feel like there's no hope. I feel like there's no win. Every time I read something about dads, every time I read something about men, it just makes me feel like, damn, why am I even trying? Because I'm already fucked up. It doesn't matter what decision I make. Now, of course, people are probably going to say, okay, Sean, you're being hyperbolic right now. You're overreacting, you're being dumb sensitive. And I'm just saying, that's truly how I feel, though, because that's how y'all society make me feel. Like, it's either I walk this perfect line and I do everything right, and if I don't, my nigga, I get, I'm fucking, I'm going to get crucified. Like, I feel like it's a witch, a witch hunt right now for dads. There's always going to be a witch hunt for men because, men, we just fucked up and we stupid and we do stupid shit sometimes. But just specifically for dads, I just feel like, what's going on? (laughs) And I'm not saying we need to speak up for the good dads because, nah, we know who the good dads are. I just wish that the way we talked about dads in the public forum could just be a little bit more better, I can say. A little more positive. And I get... Some of us have fucked up dads, but that don't change the fact that if you're gonna be a dad, you're gonna try to live up and be the best you can be. And it just really sucked for me because I just really sit here sometimes and I just read the shit and I see how people um, go off and get off. I'm just like, damn, bro. like, <laughs> what? Like, it just really, it really just be breaking, like, breaking me down. That's really my two piece on the Ti shit because I just, think, like, I don't agree what he's doing, but just as. As that little tidbit And I got more I have more for the whole Society devaluing dads conversation It's just because that's such A, a thought of mine That I don't want to do it off the hip I don't want to do it off the dome I really want to make sure I write these notes out And I like formulate why I think and use proper examples Because I don't think This one's a proper example T.I. is fucking bugging He's nuts Right But still I do think The fact that society devalued dads Have an effect of why The reaction was so crazy to me Like y'all saying He shouldn't even have been in there with her like, come on. I, I, like, come on. Like, for real, mo. For real. I really think it's crazy. Because I guarantee you right now, because like I got bet you, I guarantee and are y'all going to say it's crazy? And I've been in this, I want to say been in this situation, but it's like, I had my daughter legit show me one time her, her whole vagina. And I'm not trying to say that like with like I was like turned on or something by that. But she said something like, daddy, it hurts. I'm like, well, you know, she went to wipe or something and I don't know what happened, but she was just saying something hurt. I'm like, oh, what hurt? Show me. She pulled down her pants. Fucking sat on the couch and spread away. I'm like, yo, Indy, chill. And I get she's three. So I think at the time she was two. But you understand? So I get she's very young. So that's completely different. I get that. I'm not trying to compare it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that I have a situation where let's just say, you know, me and my daughter have that relationship. Let's just say when we get older, it won't be like that. You understand? But let's just say if, like when she get older, we still have a great relationship. and still have a great relationship. I still can't do certain. Like, you understand? Other than all, I just, I'm starting to realize that. People just don't think dads are any good or do any good, and we're just fucked up and they just suck. And that's literally, that's just really my tidbit on that. It hurts my feelings. Ti obviously, he's not the one that I'm trying to defend. I'm just saying I just wish that the way we talk about dads on social media was just a little bit better as a young dad himself. But I also know that is not my issue. I'm only supposed to raise the child that I know to the best of my abilities, and that's what I'm doing. So, yeah, I ain't going to get a story about K. Sean doing this weird shit. No, but I just did. I do wish that we talk about dads a little bit more, more warm hearting and that. Whenever we do, I feel like talk about dads as a as a society or as a group on social media, we usually bash them. We don't uplift them. Uplift them. That's just my two cents on it. Y'all can take it for what it is. Y'all can call me stupid. Y'all can call me whatever. Y'all can lash out. I really don't give a fuck. That's just really how I feel because I see it too many times. And I talk about it too many times. So, yo, to all the single dads out there to all the dads that's in a healthy relationship just dads in general my nigga that's just taking care of your child doing the right thing raising them the right way and not living this double standard lifestyle like ti is salute to y'all keep raising your kids to the best of your ability this is no shade to moms y'all know how i love moms you feel me y'all got one of the hardest jobs on the planet you know y'all probably have the hardest job on the planet and but i do think secondary to the hardest job on the planet is being a dad so just shout out the parents taking care of the kids, and please don't be on some Ti nut shit either. That's just my little tidbit on that. Fuck tip, he on some crazy shit. Make sure you get your little nigga in check, or well, next thing you know, nigga, by the time he's your oldest daughter age now, nigga, fourteen. So by the time he eighteen, nigga might have a kid already. So you need to relax, Ti, check your household. Um, <laughs> but just to go from Ti to, because you know he's a musician, artist. He ain't that person I'm looking forward for an album in 2020, though. But here's the next segment. These are the artists. You know, I got three. I got four artists, actually. I got four artists that I'm looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to an album in 2020. And I'm about to list y'all the four right now. The first one, Cardi. I need a Cardi album in 2020. I like, I love the fact that she didn't drop one in 2019. She did what I what I hoped the baby was going to do. So, the baby dropped in 20. He dropped the baby dropped in two thousand eight, so he dropped this year, right? And I ain't mean to make this a baby rant, but it's it's all gonna correlate back to Cardi. He dropped Baby on Baby, I think early in the year. So you dropped Baby on Baby like in March or something to double back and give us Kirk. And that album to me just wasn't it. Not for me. You understand? I listen, and I'm not trying to make. It, I'm not, and I'm not even. A, I'm, I like the baby. You feel me? I'm not gonna try to make it seem like I'm a fan, but I like, I love that first Baby on Baby. is hard. One of my favorite albums of the year. Top 10 to me of the year. I love Baby on Baby. That shit went dumb hard. So when I got, when you get Baby on Baby as a fan, I'm like, I'm really looking forward to that. So don't mess up that anticipation because you got me. You already, you got me for another one. So now I hear it. It's just like, eh. So to bring it back with Cardi, she, you know, she do Bodak, Bodak Yellow is popping all summer 2017, goes throughout the year. And then 2018, she dropped um invasion of privacy that album go hard i still listen to it to this day i love it i love the album and here's the thing when was the last time we got into the pro- a project from cardi she's just been living off that rookie album in 2018 it's about to be 2020 like you see she took a couple years off baby i'm not saying you should have took a couple years off just wait until 2020 to drop another album don't go and march and then double back a couple months later and that should be trash. Cardi haven't dropped something in almost about to be two years now. And that just built into that builds the anticipation more, especially when they make music that's hot. And I I I have my reasons why I know these records didn't connect, but money slaps. I like money. That could have got the ball rolling, but it didn't. So she ain't dropping nothing. Press, 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 press. Cardi don't need no press. That record go hard. Pop the guest poop, bitch. Like that's my record. That's that is one of my favorite Cardi records. Actually, I play that on my headphones. I go off. I'm a bad bitch to that song. So when I so when I'm listening to press, I'm like, all right, cool. And that's that's all you need as an artist, too. You just need a couple songs to feed your fan base, keep them like, all right, I'm all right, they're making good music. I can't wait for the album. So now when that album drops and you get the right rollout, it's gonna be amazing. Now the issue with Cardi, I think, is she just don't have the right rollout. Because she had the hood rollout. She had like the quote unquote ghetto rollout. You understand? Like she came from. For she From nothing to something She came from IG being the Bronx Regular degular Schmegular girl From the Bronx Like I was part of those days You understand I remember she having to Change her Instagram Three four times Because bitches kept Hacking her shit You feel me So I, I was down with Cardi Wade in that time And then she go from that To loving hip hop To getting off of Loving hip hop To kind of doing The mixtape thing To getting the album And this is where she at now Like the her success was crazy And now it took a couple years And so now when the music Come back Come on you know it's going to be hard. So that's, a, that's why I would say like Cardi for me, number one, like I cannot wait to hear another Cardi album. And just for not any of those reasons I just stated, shorty from the Bronx. Because I want to listen. like you, you know how it is. BX love all day. We in this bitch. So to go off of um, me wanting to hear Cardi, the next artist I got up for me wanting to hear album from might be surprised a couple people because my stance on this artist changed. It went from me fucking with him heavy to not fucking with him to me back to fucking with him. And look, that's all good. We can all, I can admit that. But it's Meek Mill. I'm really excited for a Meek Mill album coming in 2020. I don't know if it's dropping. To be fair, I don't know if any of these albums drop in 2020. Obviously, I'm talking hypothetical. Some of these artists might drop before um, November. I doubt it. Oh no, not before November, but before the year is over. I doubt it. That's what I'm saying, 2020. But Meek Mill, I really can't wait. His last champ, his last album, Championships, went hard. That intro he had was hard. On me with Cardi actually was hard, what's free, the Drink with 21 Savage, the Oodles and Noodles record. Like he just had some records on there, you feel me? And I just, I like where Meek is at. I like the space Meek is at. I like where everything is going right now with Meek. And I just feel like he's back. He's back in that making music back. And he's back into ripping shit. When he was with Nicki, he said, you know, using some drugs, doing some shit. Lifestyle kind of got crazy. I can tell because I just wasn't a huge fan of those, um you know, the music at that time. But now Meek out of jail, dropped that. You know, I think he dropped wins and losses when he first kind of came out. But Championship for me was the album. I was like, all right, Meek is back. So Meek is back. He's back rhyming. He's rhyming with Wale, rhyming with Ross. We might get a self-made 4 album. That would be dope. And even if we don't get a self-made 4 I would just like to hear Meek rap. Like, I just want to hear Meek album. I want to hear Meek Meek spit. He's good for the streets. He's good for the bump. I, I, yeah, we all know how Meek is. You understand? Some people don't fuck with it. I think he got better over time. And I just need the energy. I like that. I like the energy Meek gives. So that's really the main reason why. Cause I just think he will make another dope body, a, a, a body of work. That's why. That album, I wasn't expecting it to be that good. So I'm just like, okay, let me hear what you got again. So I'm really just invested in Meek, and I want to hope, and hopefully he got something good coming in 2020. So that was um, so so far what we got: Cardi, Meek. So I said I got four. Okay. The third one, we Drake. But the reason, the reason I'm like anticipating Drake ain't because of what he's been doing recently. It's just because I'm just a Drake fan, and I'm always gonna listen to the to, to the project. That's really what it is. He haven't dropped nothing this year. He dropped Care Package, but I don't count it. If you, you know, if you wasn't an OG Drake fan, if you are an OG Drake fan, then you heard all those songs already. If you're a teenager, then I get how you think some of those songs is new. But I grew up with this nigga, obviously. Like, this nigga basically helped, you know, he helped me, helped me grow up. So, all those songs I heard was cool. We haven't heard something from him since Scorpion, which... To be fair, Scorpion, I didn't listen to completely, so I can't really judge it as if it was good or not. All I can say was, it wasn't for me. <laughs> I didn't really listen to Scorpion. I didn't really... I know I didn't like Views, but it's funny. So, I didn't like Views and on Scorpion, but in between that was More Life. And I, if y'all listen to me on the second episode, y'all already know how I feel about More Life. More Life is a top five Drake project for me, so... I don't know, like, Drake, do you still got it? You don't got it? Like, what's going on? Like, I'm not going to say you don't have it, because you the man. But it's just like, yo, is the rain over? You understand? You've been doing it for a decade. Are you about to give up the, the, the best thing in the game? He's already holding on for their life with Kendrick. And that's another album I'm waiting for. But with Kendrick, I'm going to just let that drop. Like, I might you understand? Because Kendrick fans annoy me, not Kendrick himself, just the fans. So I don't even want to talk about Kendrick. I don't even want to interact with the Kendrick fans. <laughs> just I hopefully he drop a dope ass project soon. But Drake, I just want to see if you still got. It. I don't know what's going on. You be having hit and misses, my nigga. And to be fair, I actually do feel like it's, if you don't come with a a really good album right now, we can start questioning you because you're on a, I don't, you're on a run since. Some can argue since if you're reading this it's too late, but niggas didn't like views, niggas didn't like. Um, some people don't like more life. You understand? I'm not a scorpion. Got some hits, but it ain't. That wasn't the one. You understand? Like when was the last time we all said yo, Drake dropped a really dope ass project? Nothing was the same. You see what I'm saying? Nothing was the same. Was what? 2012, 13? Like come on, Drake. And and don't get it to. And I know you got number one record, number one songs, all the shit. But like body of work matter discography matters and you need to actually make another one where niggas can claim oh shit old the drake got some." not old the drake's took a sound that's popping and he flipped it and now it was drake featuring drake nah bro I actually create a body of work my nigga start off this decade like how kanye started off 2020 with my beautiful doctor was the fantasy oh that was 2010 but that's how you need to start 2020 off Give us your my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. And that's a lot of pressure I'm putting on a man. But give us that to start off this pro to this decade, bro. This decade give it to us. Because really, you already did run the tens to the twenties and you got a 20 to the 30s run. After that, I don't think you're gonna be making music for that much. And I'm not gonna say it like that because you can make music for like a long, long time. But we already know by the time we get to 2029, 20, you're not gonna be the top of the game. So you need to make a My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy so by the time you can establish, give yourself some more years. I don't know if he's going to be able to achieve that. I hope that if Drake have some of that in him and make that into that album, woo! because now we're cooking with gas. We are cooking with gas. If if Drake is even able to give us 80% of like what My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy provides, then I'm satisfied as a customer. So... Drake, my nigga, get into work, my nigga. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Stop playing, my nigga. Stop living in this young life. And I already feel like the album might be trash in 2020 because there's rumors having you day Kylie Jenner. So so it's just a lot of shit going on. So Drake, get your shit together. And I need you to actually make a really dope body of work. Now to the fourth person. With this fourth person, I have a a, a take with it. I also think that when he do drop his project in twenty twenty that will be his last solo album that he will ever release. I'm gonna give y'all a, a quick second to think all right, let me stop fucking with y'all, but in no honesty jay z it's been a, it's been it's going to be three years four 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 came out in two thousand seventeen. Before that we had Magna Carta, which was 2013 but I just just for my head and numbers I wouldn't like you know I, if he's gonna do this every four year shit then that means he won't drop until 2021 but the just to kind of fit my narrative start off the decade 2020 so they're defined, yo I've been doing this shit since the 90s I had a 30 year run and you know what this album right here is gonna be my last solo album you stake your claim as the greatest hip hop Artists Alive or ever, you understand? And I want to say Ride Off into the Sunset because there's a caveat to that. I do think this will be his last solo album, and then everything else you hear from Jay will be compilations. Because I'm also another hot take, I do believe we're gonna get a Watch the Throne 2 some point. It do not look good now. I know it don't look good. To me, that to me, I can see Watch the Throne 2. Being Jay's last project of all time, but that's just a whole hot hot take, scorching hot. But I can see Jay. He dropped this 2020 album. Let's just say that's the last solo. He probably got another album or two making with Beyonce. um You know, just you know, as the Carters, they they just dropped Everything Is Love, and I'm so sorry I was late to that album. I was a year late, my nigga. That album is so hard. It is so hard. Hov was rapping. Beyonce was doing her thing. I was so late to that project. I'm disappointed in myself for how late I was. But I'm here. I'm caught up. I love that fucking um album. My daughter loved that album. Me and her. Well, both of our favorite records off of that joint. It's nice. We both love that record. And just to get back to Hov, I do think Hov with this album in 2020, like I said before, you can go ahead drop it, just to be like, yo, I'm st- I'm kicking this decade off, and I'm also ending, you know, ending, quote-unquote, my solo career, and then, you know, throughout the years, later on in the year, I can see a couple more albums, like I said, with J and with- with B, I see a couple more Carters, and then I do think with him and Con, if him and Ye um, fix that relationship, that's been <laughs> really, like, undone, and I don't know if it will happen, but if it do happen, then I do see Watch the Throne 2 happening. And when Watch the Throne 2 happens, I do believe that will be the last Jay-Z, I, or the last time he make, like, music. So, that's that. And really, hopefully... I'm right, because I would O D love to go ahead and be like, yo, go back and listen to episode four when K Sean's heard this will be whole last solo album. And trust and do, I will do that if it's true. If not, I'm be like, all right, that was a good archive hot take. But <laughs> to be honest, those are the four. So just to get get on break you the list again, I do want to hear an album from Cardi, I wanna hear an album from Meek, I wanna hear an album from Drake, Drake, and I wanna hear an album from Jay. Listeners Tell me y'all four. Give me the give me y'all top four. We ain't gonna you know, sometimes it'd be top five that are alive. This time I went with the core four, cause those were really the four niggas I really want to hear. Everybody else, it'll be cool. Like, I'm not sweating to hear certain. Like I would like to hear a weekend album, but I'm not sweating for a weekend album right now. These are the four artists I'm like, nah, I need to hear. Cause Meek and the Summertime go up. Cardi and the summertime go up. We just seen what Drake did, gave Chris Brown his new his first number one um record. So Drake go up in the summer and then it's hove. Hove can go up whatever time of the year, my nigga. Hove change the temperature. It could be blazing hot outside. Let Hove start rapping about the cold times in the Brooklyn projects. Nigga, I'm back in there with the heat on. It could be 95 degrees, but I'm in my house with the heat on. Like, you oh, know, it's cold in this bitch. Like, for real. So Cardi Meek Drake Hove. Tell me y'all for. Like I said, hit me up. Tell me more about it. Instagram, Twitter, at your boy Sour, Y-A-B-O-I-S-O-U-R. And just let me know. So like I said, hit me up. Who y'all think who y'all think is gonna be who y'all think will win in a fight? Ultra instant Goku Black versus Super Saint Super Boo Absorb Jaren, not Super Saiyan, Super Boo Absorb Jaren. And then also tell me who y'all waiting for that who y'all waiting for in 2020. If y'all got more than four, then just fucking tell me more than four. If y'all just got that one person, then tell me that one person. But you know, interaction is always best. I had, I, I like, I get positive feedback from you guys. I do appreciate it and just keep on supporting and I appreciate it. Until next time, i see y'all. This is ASM with K, peace.